A stiff breeze caught a smartly flapping American flag high above the active compound. Far below the forested ridge of this Appalachian mountain, soldiers and civilians bustled about, performing their duties as though their lives depended on them, as they very well did. The world as the living had known it was gone. No longer were there jobs to go to, no commutes or taxes or law enforcement, bills, parent-teacher conferences, concerts, trips to the mall, all a memory. In peacetime, before the Morningstar pandemic, the secure facility at Mount Weather was meant to serve as a civilian command center in the event of emergency. Just such an emergency had occurred as the Morningstar strain swept the globe. Major cities had long since been abandoned or completely overrun. Now only small rural towns and isolated protected bases like Mount Weather persevered. The rest of the planet belonged to the infected. The meek would have to wait their turn for the inheritance. The human race was now an endangered species. The infected weren't just sick, they were rabid, openly hostile. They attacked on sight. They hunted in packs, and they were lethal. And infectious. Anyone bitten or scratched, and the cycle of infection began anew, with the unfortunate victim a walking, talking, sweating, and crying incubation chamber. But that wasn't the worst of it. Since no antiviruses had any effect, and no one had known about Morningstar long enough to develop a comprehensive defense, the only way to deal with an infected victim was to kill it. The next stage was a bit more macabre. The corpses of the fallen infected would reanimate, stumbling to their feet and continuing the virus's mission to spread the infection to new hosts. Only a blow to the head by any means necessary would put one down permanently. The very idea of the dead returning to some semblance of life had sent spasms rippling through the political, not to mention the religious, world. As if the disorder caused by the virus wasn't enough, this new discovery had caused an unknowable number of riots and all-pervasive panic. Still, some carried on, despite the odds. The fences of Mount Weather had been reinforced, and men and women took turns defending them, toting rifles along in perimeter patrols. When an infected wandered too close, the volunteer marksmen did their duty by putting a round through its head. Often early on, then dwindling to once or twice a day, a shot would ring out, echoing across the compound. Corpse details wearing full hazmat suits were sent out to collect and dispose of the fallen infected. Several small, ashen, and still smoldering trenches marred the view outside the fences. This was where the bodies were burned.